Hello, dear friend, and welcome. My name is Cynthia Alice Anderson, and I'm the owner and founder of the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. I have been so honored to be able to offer these programs several days a week, and these programs I know are inspiring, they are supporting, and they are uplifting your life's journey. I want to see that continue, and I honor you for being a part of making that happen. So for over five years, we've been able to offer these programs, and we want to continue to be able to offer them. So over the next 90 days, we are raising $9,000, and that's going to get us all the way through the end of the year. So I ask you to consider taking the time to support the channel that supports you. And again, our goal that we're asking you to be a part of is $9,000 in 90 days. And we look forward to hearing from you, friend. We're honored to support your journey. And we always are lifting you in prayer for God's highest and best in your life. Blessings on the journey, dear friend. And I look forward to seeing you very soon. Welcome to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa, presented here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. Today's message is Resurrection Day and was recorded on Sunday, April 17th, 2022. There's a statement we would say every single morning at ministerial school, and it was this. Jesus Christ is here now raising me to his consciousness. Jesus Christ is here now, raising me to his consciousness. Now just let that sit for a minute. Jesus Christ is here now. So sometimes we treat this story like it only happened 2,000 years ago, and it's a moment-by-moment process. Right, so I like that statement. Jesus Christ is here now, raising me to his consciousness. In other words, it's up to me, right, to... Align with that consciousness because it's always here. It's always here. The Christ has been, has always been and always will be. The scriptures say in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. So no matter what you call it, it has always been. You can call it God. You can call it Allah. It doesn't matter. You can call it the Christ. It's always been. Amen. Right, so we're called to live from that Christed self. To recognize it as a song. I love that at the end. Shine on. I have a wonderful colleague. If she hears me doing something, she texts me and says, shine on, sister. What would the world be like if everybody we came in contact with, it'd be a little funny, but what if we just said, shine on. (laughs) Like at Publix, you get your groceries, shine on. You know what I mean? I'm bringing the light. Shine on. Shine on. So see, we look out on our world and we wonder what's wrong. It's that what's wrong is that people of faith aren't acting like it. We want everyone else to do it, see? And we get kind of seduced into, uh, Jesus called it the way the world thinks. He would say, be in the world, but what? Not of the world. Exactly. So we know this, right? So that's why we come to church is to celebrate and be reminded of that truth, right? Because we know it really, right? It's not, this is not new information. 
We know we're called to live a good and holy and spiritual life. But then life happens and we forget who we are for a minute. Yeah. But Jesus Christ is here now. I have a dear friend who's a, um, a vocalist. Um, her name's Renee Morgan Brooks. And I met her at Unity of Phoenix when I was there as the associate minister many years ago. And what I loved about Renee when she would sing, as soon as she was done, and people would always clap, you know, and she would always get these standing ovations. And you know what she'd do? You feel that? She was like, it's not me. I said, well, you got to be there for it. <laughs> you know, as a matter of fact, I was driving in Georgia one time, and uh, many of you know I grew up in Georgia. You know, we always say a little town outside of Atlanta, you know. And uh, I went by this field, you know, and it was kind of coming on night, you know. And there was that beautiful light that happens right around that time. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, it's called the golden hour very often. Anyway, I went by this field, and it was so beautiful, I had to pull my car over. And about that time, this farmer rounds the thing with his tractor. And, you know, in the south, we wave at everybody. I said, farmer. I said, how are you? I said, man, you have been blessed with this field. This is something we say in the south, you know. Nice property, you know, all that. I said, farmer, you have been blessed with this field. God has really blessed you. And he took out sweaty hand, went like that. He said, Lord, you should have seen it when God had it by himself. <laughs> you feel me on that? So in other words, it's up to us, friends. You've been given the manual. So what are we making of our lives? What are we making of our lives? It's up to us. Yeah, it's up to us. Remember? I'm going to say this many times today. Jesus Christ is here now raising me to his power and consciousness. Now. So what happens when we start to really do our spiritual work, is we start to get argument from the inside. You know what I mean by that? What voice is that? What do we love to call it? Ego, yes. As my friend here loves to say, you know that means edging God out, yes. Edging God out, yes. The ego starts to fight that, right? And the ego is what? It's nothing but the personality self that learned how to survive in childhood trying to get love. Right, see, but when we move into a spiritual life, we move past surviving and we want to do what? We want to thrive. We want to shine on. So as soon as we start to grow a little bit past what the ego is comfortable with, all those voices start coming in. And I call those inner assaults. They're inner assaults. We Just as we start to, because you wouldn't say these things to somebody else, guaranteed. The things we say to ourselves, look at the person next to you say, mm -mm, no, you wouldn't. Right, you wouldn't say that to somebody else. You wouldn't say that to somebody else, friends, because it's mean, it's cruel, the things we, our ego says to us. Right, so the good news about it, once you start doing deeper spiritual work, is when that happens, you say, I'm right on track. 
That's when you start calling in that heavenly help, that heavenly support. You have angels all around you all the time, friends. God is here right now helping you. Jesus Christ is here now. Now, this moment. This moment. Say with me, this moment. This moment. Right? So when those ego voices start coming in, that's when we bring in those affirmations. That's when we lift ourselves up. Or maybe we call a friend and say, wow, my ego's having a heyday. I must be about to shine on. (laughs) Because my ego is trying to keep me scared and limited. But in truth, you are limitless. In truth, you are limitless. The ego wants to tell you it's where you were born, it's what your age, it's what your race is. And I'm telling you, God is greater than any of that. It's like, yes, we are in this human body. We do have human experiences. And yet, the most important aspect of us is our holy nature. It's your holy nature. Jesus Christ is here now raising us to his power and consciousness. Not yesterday, not for somebody else, for me. But until we decide to live a spiritual life, it will evade us, elude us. What's the word? Help me. Is that the word? It will elude us. That's it. It will elude us. We won't quite be able to get there. And then every time something happens, that ego voice gets triggered, and we start believing it. It's like we go back in, we forget to shine on. We get scared. Right? So at Unity North Tampa, we're going to call you up and out of that. We're going to say, we see you're more than what? Than your addiction. You're more than the problems of the past. You're more than what's happened to you. You're more than your bank account, whether you have none or a lot. You are more than that, and yet, you're needed, right? So, as soon as we start to get a, get a glimpse into our spiritual nature, pretty soon, you start getting, uh, uh, your journey starts getting really interesting. Have you ever had an interesting journey? Raise your hand. You say, I was not expecting this, Right? Well, the reason those things happen is because when, when you start getting serious about your growth, Spirit says, okay, we've got one over here that's really ready to grow. Let's help her. Let's help him. Give him a challenge because he's going to grow through this and be a whole new person on the other side. He's going to have his resurrection moment. So many of us in this room in the last year even have dealt with health challenges that the mind cannot understand a death in the family of someone we love. It's hard to understand that with the mind, but the spirit of you can. The spirit of you can. Because Jesus Christ is here now raising you to his power and consciousness. Everything is available to you. All love, all wisdom, all good. All love, all wisdom, all good is available to you Right here, right now. So the good news is, if we forget, come back to church. Get reminded. Pick up the phone. Call a friend. Say, I'm really forgetting my spiritual nature right now. Just be honest. I've noticed sometimes in unity, we try to be so spiritual, we forget we're humans on the journey. Have you ever had that? 
where you say, I have a cold. I wonder what I did to call this to me. <laughs> you were breathing. That's what you did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, there's more important things, friends, like having somebody help you along the journey, right? And what I've noticed is the more authentic I can be with my journey, the more friends I have. Because people go, oh, you too? You too? Yeah. Oh, yeah, let's hold my, hand, hold my hand. Let's go together. I was just helping a, a dear friend who's um, a combat veteran, and he had a moment. I said, it's okay. Cry. I got you. It's okay. It'll be me next time. It's okay. Sometimes life happens, and we need help, and we need support. That's what Unity North Tampa's for. And when I say Unity North Tampa, I don't mean four walls. I mean you. You're the church. We're the church. Right? I don't mean the land, and I love this land like you cannot believe. I know this land is holy. I know this work we do here is holy. But what makes it so, right, the presence of God this year, as you embody this presence, as you lift one another up, as you support one another, as you begin living this Christ nature, that's Unity North Tampa. Oh, I love that. Uh, uh, amen. Wow. Next, y'all are going to be bringing Bibles. <laughs> oh, I am from the South, and, you know, we have a love of the Scriptures. Uh, but I know that many of us really were abused by the teachings in the Scriptures. Is that, is that a, a fact? All right, well, let's have a forgiveness moment right now with that. Because, you know what? I'm not here to do that with this Bible. I'm here to bring you hope. So let's just take a moment and say, uh, Dear God, I forgive all past ministers for using the Bible against me. My prayer is to find hope, love, acceptance and peace and so it is amen okay can i read this now okay very good very good i don't want somebody triggered today so from the book of john this is john chapter 20 and it is important that we forgive release let go move on amen uh I've had to do that a bit myself. As a matter of fact, I gave away the Bible of my youth at one time. I gave it away. But, yeah. Shine on, sister. Yes, shine on. It was important to do that, though, but I have it back. Remember I spoke from it a few weeks ago here? What a healing. What a healing. It's amazing, isn't it? So what I've learned, and it's even in the scriptures, um, Jesus said to the disciples, this is in the scripture I'm going to read today from John 20. Jesus said to them, um, I give you the Holy Spirit, right? Receive it. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. So I know any time I can truly, truly forgive, I am free, right? I am free. 
And so I don't want to be held by the bonds of the past of people who were unaware that what they were saying was damaging. You know, there's a saying down south that says, if he knew better, he'd do better. Up north, too. So, you know, it's a new day as I read the scripture. It's a new day. That's over, right? The past is gone. Jesus Christ is here now, raising me to his consciousness. Will you say that with me? Jesus Christ is here now, raising me to his consciousness. John 20 says this, early on the first day of the week, while it was dark, Mary Magdalene came to the tomb and saw that the stone had been removed from the tomb. So she ran and went to Simon Peter and the other disciple, the one whom Jesus loved, and said to them, they have taken the Lord out of the tomb, and we do not know where they have laid him. Then Peter and the other disciples set out and went toward the tomb. The two were running together, but the other disciple outran Peter and reached the tomb first. He bent down to look in and saw the linen wrappings lying there, but he did not go in. Then Simon Peter came following him and went into the tomb. He saw the linen wrappings lying there. And the cloth that had been on Jesus' head, not lying with the linen wrappings, but rolled up in a place by itself. Then the other disciple who reached the tomb first also went in and saw and believed. For as yet they did not understand the scripture that he must rise from the dead. Then the disciples returned to their homes. And it goes on in verse 11. But Mary stood weeping outside the tomb, and as she wept, she bent over looking into the tomb. And she saw two angels in white sitting where the body of Jesus had been lying, one at the head and the other at the feet. They said to her, Woman, why are you weeping? She said to him, They have taken away my Lord, and I do not know where they have laid him. When she said this, when she said this, This is so beautiful, the scripture. Jeez. Say a prayer for me. When she said this, she turned around and saw Jesus standing there. But she did not know that it was Jesus. Yeah. Jesus said to her, woman, why are you weeping? Who are you looking for? Supposing him to be the gardener. She said to him, sir, if you have carried him away, tell me where you have laid him and I will take him away. Jesus said to her, Mary. She turned and said to him in Hebrew, Rabbani, which means teacher. Jesus said to her, do not hold on to me because I've not yet ascended to the Father. But go to my brothers and say to them, I am ascending to my Father and your Father, to my God and your God. Mary Magdalene went and announced to the disciples, I have seen the Lord. And she told them, what he had said, that he had said these things to her. So may God bless this reading. Amen. He is risen. He is risen indeed, right? He is risen. He is risen indeed. You are risen. I am risen indeed. There's so much in this scripture that... Um, we could do a whole month just on this little scripture. But every year I look for what is significant. And 
what I think is so interesting is while Mary was in her grief, she couldn't recognize Jesus. And I think how often are we uh, in a place that we can't see right is in front of us, the holy moment that's right in front of us. So, you know, anytime we see Jesus in the scripture, it's talking to us about our higher self, right? We believe that Jesus lived. We believe that Jesus is the Christ. But we take it one step further and say, but if that Christ lives in me, how can I look at his journey and know more? Right? So sometimes if we're in the emotion of things, we can't see rightly, right? And that's the goal, is to live this resurrected life. I love when she finally sees him and she says, Rabbanai, such a strong, strong recognition of who he was, her teacher. And many believe, okay, stay with me, many believe her husband. Many believe her husband. Many believe her husband. If that's new information for you, take a breath with me. And remember, shine on. You say, it's Easter. Do we talk about that at Easter? We do. Because in unity, we are a movement of truth. And so we're looking for what does that mean? What does that mean? Well, there's a lot of research that says that might have been true. Why is that important? Well, it's only important in this story because the one who would go to the tomb the next day would have been the wife of the person who died. So it gives context for why it would have been Mary Magdalene there. It's not to be uh, explosive or different. or It's because it gives context to the story. That would have been... That would have been the tradition, even when she washed his feet and anointed him with oil. That is the job of a wife. It's just information. You do with it what you will. I love learning more about the sacred scriptures. Say with me, Jesus Christ is here now, raising me to his consciousness together. Jesus Christ is here now. Raising me to his consciousness. The last thing I want you to think about in this scripture is what needs to, what, what needs to resurrect in your life. So those of us here, Good Friday, we had a beautiful, beautiful uh, service of readings from Khalil Gibran. And it was a different look at what it might have been like to know Jesus, right? A di- slightly different look. So in your life and in your world, what is needing to resurrect? Is it a thought? Is it a behavior? What's needing to resurrect? Is it a stuckness? What needs to resurrect? And that's your spiritual work going forward. Because, see, right now, there's a lot of beautiful spiritual energy for resurrection. So if there's something you want to change, start today. What we usually do when there's something we know that needs to change, we say, well, I don't know how to get started. Start something. Say to the person next to you, start something. Or, or turn the other way, say, or stop something. <laughs> okay. Or stop something, yes. Or stop something. So... 
the idea, friends, is we want to live a resurrected life. We can't do that doing the things we've always done. Because if you do the things you've always done, you get what? The things you've always got. So it's time for a new day, a new thought, a new behavior, a new belief, a new way of being. And if you see somebody that needs a little support, say to them, shine on, sister. Oh, right now is good too, yeah. Right, shine on. It feels good, doesn't it? There's an old rock song, right? We all shine on. I know a little something about rock music. Yeah. So, in our, in our time of prayer, in our spiritual work, the idea is today is a new beginning. It's true in our world because it's spring. Right? It's true in all the earth religions as well. It's all the same celebration of new life and new energy. And we celebrate, right, this new life and new energy in the Christ. So please join me as we pray. Giving thanks, dear God, for all the souls here, all those joining us online. We know we're guided, we're supported, we're blessed. Our prayer is to remember that Jesus Christ is here now raising me to his power and consciousness. That at any moment I choose... At any moment, I decide to awaken the very Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit given to us by Jesus himself is always here. We have the power to have peace, to have forgiveness, and to live a new, resurrected life. So in this time together, we say, I am so grateful, I am so blessed. Will you say that with me? I am so grateful. I am so blessed. Thank you for listening to the weekly message from Unity North Tampa here on the Experience of the Soul podcast channel. This channel is made possible because of listeners just like you. If you would like to support the channel with your tax-deductible contribution on an ongoing basis or through a one-time gift, head over to experienceofthesoul.com. This message is copyright 2022, Unity North Tampa, all rights reserved. Our theme music, The Light of God, is composed by Shannon Croft and used with permission and available at shannoncroft.com. The Experience of the Soul podcast channel is a production of 818 Studios.